Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andriole's Movies More, where I talk about movies more. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a really exciting and really awesome Tarantino movie, and that is Inglorious Bastards. This movie is set in Nazi-occupied France during World War II and follows a plan to assassinate Nazi leaders by a group of Jewish U.S. soldiers, which coincides with the theater owner's vengeful plans for the same. This movie's sick. I'm going to cut to the chase. This movie is awesome. Um, it has such a fun style. Um, just from the opening, oh my god, the opening of this movie is one of... You could teach an entire class on the opening of this movie. It is a masterclass in writing, acting, editing, directing, suspense. It is one of the best sequences, just standalone sequences of any movie I've seen in a really long time. Um, the way that the two actors are able to just like go back and forth, the way Christoph Waltz commands the screen as this um, uh, Colonel Hans Landa uh, the the Nazi or I mean the the Jew hunter, uh, the, the way that they go back and forth, the way you can feel the suspense steadily rising, the perfect point at which you realize there are actually Jews hiding under those floorboards. There's it's the exact family they're talking about. They didn't escape to Spain. They're under the floor, and you, you see him slowly and steadily realize it. He explains anti-Semitism, which like obviously it's insane, but it's. It's a very well written from the point of view of the villain. Um, the way he explains himself, why he's so good at his job, why he hates the Jews. It's a really well written dialogue sequence. And then when he's like, I'm I'm guessing they don't speak English because they haven't done anything. And he's like, yeah, they don't speak English. And he's like, he has to maintain like he's speaking um, as if nothing's wrong, but he's like, crying and then um you know they they switch back to uh to french and he's like okay i'm glad that nothing's wrong ladies come back in and it's not the boots of the ladies it's the boots of the soldiers and they just start unloading on the floor um then you go to the whole escape of that one little girl you see that her framed through the darkened uh, the darkened barn doors, and then you see um, you see the colonel step into the shot, point the gun. He doesn't fire it. She gets away. What an opening! This, from beginning to end, is one of the best sequences I've I've seen in a really really long time. Like what an amazing opening! And just throughout this entire movie, this is a superbly well directed film. The way Tarantino is able to maintain the tone of this movie is masterful. Some of the shots he's able to generate, even in just enclosed spaces, are really, really creative. It really shows you that some people just have an eye, and you can't deny that. Um, there's a scene where it's in that underground saloon type of deal, and you there's shot is like through the stairs. I can't even really describe it. It's like framed through the underside of the stair. I, I, I don't know. I'm not doing it justice. But when you see it, it's such a unique look, and it's almost disorienting at first because you're like, how exactly is the... Oh, oh! And then it becomes really cool. Um, the whole, uh, like man, I, I don't even know where to start. Uh, this is just such a great movie, seriously. Like, there's so many amazing shots. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to some shots just for a couple more. Um, when Frederick... Wait, no, hold on. 
yeah, that actually, that is a great shot, and that's an interesting shot. Get it? Because he shoots her. Um, when Frederick turns and pulls the gun, that whole sequence is very well directed. I, like, gasped, like, actually gasped when that happened. Um, but in that same sequence of the film, when you see... Um, when you see the theater owner's husband smoking with uh, with all those piles and piles of of film, um, he's smoking and it's behind this the 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 movie uh, like the screen. You can see the movie on the other side, and he's just he's smoking, and you got all that stuff in this darkened room and this beautiful silhouetted shot. And then he flicks you know flicks the cigarette, lights the room on fire. It's amazing. Um, there are so many parts of this movie where I was just in awe about, of how well composed and beautiful these shots are. Um, and there's a lot of moments where I think that Tarantino plays with tension in such a unique and creative way. Um, the scene in the restaurant is is so good. It's a similar scene where the tension just keeps growing and growing. And the actress is amazing in that scene. Um you know, and she realizes who it is, but they don't, rec you know, he obviously doesn't recognize her and she has to just try to keep it cool and not cry, not get angry, nothing, you know, let no emotions shine through. And then when he leaves and she starts to break down, it's, it's so well done. And I think that I've heard the complaint that some people feel like if, uh, Tarantino tried to cram two war movies into one and should have just stuck to one or the other. For me, these two don't work without each other. They complement each other so well. And when you realize who the theater owner is and how all this stuff connects to the opening you saw and all this, it's it's really, really phenomenal. And I also think that the opening of this movie and how brutal it is and how cold Hans is and all of this stuff, it goes a long way in making you really side with the bastards who on paper are some pretty... I mean, they're they're unsavory characters. They're they're pretty nasty people, but because it's the Nazis and because they're monsters, and you see that firsthand and what it does to a person in uh, the whole you know the whole plot line with the theater owner, I think that that goes a long way in making you really revel in the ending of this movie, which obviously just goes completely anachronistic um, with them shooting Hitler and blowing up the theater, and they you know they kill all these high-ranking German officials and end the war much, you know, in a much different way than it actually ended. Um, I think that it just, it really makes that moment feel triumphant in a way that it might not have had you not gotten that first-person perspective, you know, on the ground, in the room, when, when everything is happening to this poor family and to, you know, the refugees that just wanted to live. Uh, all that stuff, I think, goes a really long way in making you uh, really side with the bastards. Not that you wouldn't have before, but it just makes their victory seem even more triumphant than it would have already. And I think that's a nice touch. Um, in terms of the actual bastards, though, these performances are so much fun. Uh, this is a really colorful cast of characters, and everyone, I think, does a really great job. Uh, I love Brad Pitt in this movie in particular. Uh, he's really funny, and he's playing like just a totally different role than you're used to seeing him in, particularly when uh, they have to pretend to be like the um, the three Italian guests at the at the cinema, and he's like grazie and he like clearly is not italian even a little bit um all that stuff is is really funny i really thought that he was a highlight of the movie and um i think that he, there's definitely a reason why he went on to work with tarantino again he's very good at this dialogue he's very good in this movie um and 
in terms of just like the the sequences in this movie, there are so many really really good ones. Um, I really love the ending sequence and how all of that kind of unravels and then eventually, it, you know, it works out but in a very different way than is expected. Um, the whole thing with if the shoe fits, uh, and then he try, you know, he goes to strangle her and everything. And there's like that that altercation in the room because, you know, the the plan kind of went awry in the saloon, and she left her shoe and everything, and so he can prove that she was there and she double crossed them. Um, and then you have the whole thing where they twist the the phrase about shoes like you think he's going to repeat it and then it's it's a different uh it's a different axiom that was really really well done um i love the the plays on that and uh i love the way that the whole theater uh thing plays out um tarantino does a great job of of kind of giving us a view of his love of film and projectionists in this movie. Um, you really get to see a romanticized view of like real to real projections and how that all works and the, you know, the, the, the technical side of all of that stuff. I think that is, is really, really cool. And I, you know, I'm a person who has grown up in an age of digital projection. It's not an art anymore, but it was back then. And it took us actually, you know, skill to do it. And I think that was, that's a really cool aspect of this movie as well, that you get to see his love of movies, but in just a different light, um, in a different way. I thought that was really cool. Um, I just, I, I don't know, man, there's, there's just so many parts of this movie that I really, really loved. Um, the, the characters are so good. The shots are fantastic. Uh, the way the movie unfolds is always gripping and really fun. And just the way it keeps adding layers and layers of tension and, and conflict and all that stuff is really creative and really fun. I really enjoyed the villain. Christoph Waltz does an amazing job. This is a very well-written villain and very creepy, um, I really think that he is one of the best parts of this movie. And Daniel Bruhl also does a very good job in this movie. Um, he is in sort of a the role of this sort of conflicted soldier, but then he actually ends up being, you know, actually a piece of shit. And he's just, you know, he's after this girl kind of a little bit too aggressively, uh, to put it lightly. And then he ends up shooting her after she shoots him and everything. Um, that the way that whole plot line goes down and the whole thing of like, you know, what is she supposed to say? He's obviously wants to date her and stuff, but she can't tell him that she's a Jew and she can't tell him that she's dating or, or I mean, married to this black man and everything. Like she obviously can't say that because he's part of a horrible uh, organization that condones all that. So what is she supposed to do? Like that tension and everything that they generate from that is also very well done. And, um, just everything I think of this movie coalesces very, very well. I think Tarantino does an amazing job in this movie. It's kind of a masterclass in directing. It's the style uh, of it, I think, is really fun to just kind of live in that world for a while. And what a killer final line. Uh, like, after everything's said and done, and it's just the two of them leaning down into the frame, and he's like, you know, I think this might just be my masterpiece. What a line to go out on. Um, you know, if there's no accident, that's the final line of the movie. And then you immediately go to written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. I mean, it's a perfect ending. This is a really, really good movie. And I understand why this is close to the top of a lot of people's lists, if not 
you know, cited as his very best one. It's definitely well up there for me as well. So I would highly recommend this if you haven't seen it before. Uh, it's a really, really good movie. And I think that it is so creative and so well done. And it, like he says in the film, it might just very well be his masterpiece. It's really, really good. All right. Before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for... Um, my uh my school year wrapping wrapping up it's getting boring i'll be honest with you but we're close and i'm very excited about that well it's getting warmer it's starting to feel like summer and that's really exciting and i'm grateful for it all right you know the drill right if you subscribe to wherever you get your podcast fives are super helpful and after that you can go ahead and check out my website which is moviesandmorepod.com you can find links to all the episodes that have come out to this point and everywhere you can listen to them and as well as a whole lot more that's linked in the description below moviesandmorepod.com and then after you've done that uh, if you have a friend in your life you think would enjoy the show please send them my way i'd love to have them and uh thank you if you've done that and thank you in advance if you're going to but in the meantime thank you as always for listening that's the most important thing you do for me and uh yeah until next time, I don't speak Italian. Like I said, third best. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. In fact, why don't you start practicing right now? Peace.